Hey everybody, this is Kevin Weatherby, Save the Cowboy, and this is Cowboy Conversations. Uh, we are in the, on the Long X Ranch, uh, just north of Kiowa, Colorado, and I have three gentlemen here with me today. Uh, hi guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Everybody's real enthused, real <laughs> enthused. So, we got uh, coffee. Yeah, we do have coffee. Yeah. Cammy made us coffee, <laughs> so that's good. And I'll try to get my stuff out of your way here, Mitch. Oh, uh, hi, Mitch. How are you doing? Good. I like being cuddled up to Ty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's growing his beard out. Ty. Uh, sure helps. It, it's like a progression. It's like Mitch, Ty, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, so, Todd, Ty, Tyler. Todd, Ty, and Tyler. <laughs> Todd, Ty, and Tyler, the three T's. Yeah. yeah. T cubed. Like yeah, T cubed. So, Whoa. got Mitch here. Ty, our ranch manager, is here. Good afternoon, Ty. Good afternoon. How are you? Mm. I'm good. I'm trying to suck down this coffee my wife oh, made, and it's man. really good. Yeah, I don't know what she, she made, did. It's, but. A, it's a it's a maple flavored uh, mm. yeah, espresso. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty dang good. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. And then we also have uh, Tyler Lowe here. Hi, Hello. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How are you? Good, good. We're doing good. So, hey, uh, today we're just going to jump right into it. Um, Mitch is going to bottle the fly. The flies are horrible. I'm going to wipe this table clean. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, what about current events, guys? I mean, mm. you know, I'm I'm not really a current events preacher. Um, for a lot of t- there, there's a number of reasons why, and I'm and I don't have anything against people that do. I I do not, but for me, um, I I have a hard time. Uh, preaching about current events because I like to preach out of the Bible, (laughs) you know, but, but that doesn't mean to say that I'm, that we're not aware of current events and the implications and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to get into that for, for our listeners to just kind of give, I mean, none of us are theologians. None of us have been to seminary. We're just cowboys that, that have an in-depth study of the Bible and we, we always want to grow and learn, but, uh, Tell me what y'all think about what's going on with Israel and stuff. I mean, you know, we'll kind of get into more details and stuff, but just overall, Mitch, what? I thought you were talking about current events like Taylor Swift and. Travis oh, Kelsey. oh, yeah, yeah. That's second. That's in the set. That's in the second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> second part. We'll get into the well, Swift. I, I know that's I brought biblical. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I know I'm on that. To get ready for this. Now I got to get my whole mind. Yeah, you had all your notes lined yeah. up for Taylor Swift and End Times. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my Taylor Swift jersey today. <laughs> I, I am so over the Taylor Swift. Mama says Stop Taylor it. Swift's a devil. She's <laughs> a devil. Listen, uh, the only thing that would be worse for Tyler is if Taylor Swift was dating Justin Fields. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking current events. Uh, Get me real fired. I don't need this coffee. Are you a Bears fan? No, I'm he's a, a big Justin I'm Fields a, fan. I like to argue with Justin Fields uh, supporters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a stats guy. Like Tyler, is, it's like fishing for Tyler on Facebook. It is. is. If you want to trigger Tyler, <laughs> like hooked right say, off the bat. Say Justin Fields is a good quarterback. Yeah, just tell him how. Just extol the virtues and the prowess of Justin Fields. <laughs> well, he can run. <laughs> he can run. He's a great running back. Uh, what do you think ty on current events today i mean obviously we're praying for the nation of israel right and you know like i said a little bit earlier when we were waiting on coffee man i just can't look at the tv right now and um 
without just seeing pure evil played out right before our very eyes. And it, it like, in a way, I understand it. Can you understand something without understanding it? Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is I, I can't understand why other people can't see that the, those people are just pure evil. Yeah. And I'm not talking about every one of them. I mean, there's people that that are born there, that they, they can't leave there. You know, they're not in a free nation like we are. And, and, and the atrocities, I mean, you know, the people in Gaza, they're willing to kill their own people mm-hmm. yeah. just so they can blame somebody else for killing their own people. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just evil and I don't understand it, but I do understand it because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And that gives us a little bit of an eye opening where we can see things that I think other people can't. Well, so. when you when you said current events isn't really you preach out of the Bible, not not current events. The Bible is current events. It is because it has happened. It is over and over and over. Yep. I mean, it you know, and it, it's so hard to to know who to trust or what to trust. And you can't trust media and news. And, and but how else do you get your information? Right. You so know, you really got to like, use a lot of discernment through it and pray about it and and. Yeah, it's 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 amazing yeah. how how people have turned their back on God. Well, and, and turn turn their back on promises. Yes. It's broken promises. Yes, you know, and it, it's lies, and it's just prevalent. And, uh-huh. and and I don't like I don't hardly ever watch the news because it's depressing and and it gets you in the wrong state of mind. Yeah. It it gets you in a state of mind where where maybe you're not grateful, right? Or, or maybe you're not joyful. And, and, but man, it's, it's well, it's, I, I, I'll be scary. honest. I have watched more news in probably the last week than I have in the last five years combined. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally mm-hmm. combined now. And I don't count watching, you know, turning on the morning weather. Right. I don't, no, I don't, right. I don't count that as watching the news. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to anything. I mute it except when the weather yeah. comes on and I right. turn it on to see what the weather's going to do. But, um, you know, th- these, I will watch the news when Israel is concerned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah. is that is literal current events. And, and we were talking about it earlier of and I think that we are uh, a little bit victims of propaganda ourselves because America is so America <laughs> that, you know, we think the world revolves around America. Right. Right. And and a lot of well-meaning Christ believers yeah. <laughs> have a mistake that that they think that you know America is now God's chosen people instead yeah. of Israel. Sorry, that's bull. No, the world revolves around <laughs> Jerusalem. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more con- piece of contested land yeah. on earth yeah. than right. than the nation of Israel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people think the Bible revolves around. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I just golly, I don't even Where want do you get it that to. From? Yeah. yeah, but you know, and one of the things that I've been doing and watching the news, and you know, with all the atrocities that happened, and. Um, is I think that sometimes you, you have to choose your perspective because I mean if you if you are on the ground, you know, looking at decapitated babies, mm-hmm. how could you not just ball your head off and and break your heart? But then you can take a little bit higher viewpoint where you necessarily can't see the babies anymore. Not to say that we don't know that they're there, but you take a little yeah. higher viewpoint and you look at the regional. I mean. Israel is surrounded by people that don't want to hurt her. Yeah. They want to eliminate a race 
off of the face of the earth. Right. And it just so happens that that race is God's chosen yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. not, by, that's not that's a not mistake. By yeah, that's not by mistake. But uh, yeah. uh, such a small nation surrounded by literally yeah. millions, if not maybe a billion combined, yeah. that want to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, you, you take the, the on-the-ground approach and you see the atrocities and it breaks your heart, but then you take a little higher view and you see that. But then you take a little higher view and you see, and I think that's really when the evil comes to play because, I mean, there the Bible says that our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and principalities yeah. of this world. And, and I think that we are seeing evil played out, but because of our technology and because of our higher understanding and the fact yeah. that we can shoot machines to the moon that we think that we know all of it we don't know nothing yeah. <laughs> and i mean like the bible keeps saying all the time do not be deceived do not be deceived and we are watching people being deceived through evil means yeah. all over the place right so what do y'all think about uh Kinda, Everything that's going on. I mean, yeah. just kinda, give me some thoughts, Mitch. It, it makes me sad, but it also makes me selfishly happy. And, you know, obviously, you don't want anybody to go to hell. You don't want anybody to spend spend the next thousand years in Hades and then the rest of their life after, or the rest of nothing in the lake of fire. I mean, right. they're, they're cast. They're, they're done. Right. But at the same time, you know, selfishly, I'm excited just because we're going to, it's, I'm not saying that. It's going to happen on November second of twenty twenty three, or right? You know, Easter of twenty twenty four, like the that's coming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving us no but, time. But I don't. You know, it's exciting for us as Christians that we we're going to get to go home. Yes, but but at the same time, it is sad um, because there's a lot of people that aren't going to be saved. Well, one of the things that I, I don't want anybody to die, but I think that you know, one of the things that that God says is that you know that the gospel will be preached all over the world. Mm -hmm. The entire world is watching this right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. mm -hmm. And if the entire world is watching, I wonder what God's going to do yeah. so that the whole world well, can no. see what he is. Every and what he can. Yes. I mean, like <laughs> I, I just, I, I know that God never uh, allows pain to happen without him using it. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that he's going to use these senseless, senseless tragedies mm -hmm. of, you know, family members, you know, there's still hostages out there and, oh my gosh, it's, and then we have, uh, we have people in our own government mm -hmm. spreading lies and propaganda yeah. and against Israel. Yes. <laughs> against Israel who, who didn't do anything except, they had a holy day and we're having a, a festival. Right. And people came and chopped heads off and shot kids and raped women yeah. and, you know, well, cut and, babies' and, heads off in front of the families. Yeah. And I, I, I saw, if we want to get real current, I saw a stat the other day, and I'm not going to say which particular party or anything like that. One party voting in Congress, 53% of them supported yeah. Hamas. Really? Supported yeah. Hamas. Wow. Not, not anything like Hamas, the terrorist right. organization. Yeah. And, and you know, Hamas is actually a biblical word. Really? Yes. And it, in Hebrew, it means violence. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And they chose it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they chose it. I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, then you see it too. You see it on college campuses. People are, are wearing uh, yeah. support for Hamas and, and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what they're about. Well, we are so, 
Well, they think that Israel took land from them or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, oh, they just need their, their, it's their rightful land. Like, yeah. obviously, you know nothing about history. Yeah, about 4,000 right. years ago, God said, and they don't even have all the land that they can have. Yeah. Right. One day, the they nation will. of Israel <laughs> will be restored to the proper. Right. <laughs> and they said even, even calling for peace, Israel has given up land. To, yeah. to Gaza uh, yeah. that they shouldn't have. But even just for, for peace purposes, mm-hmm. in this battle, Israel has given up more well, land you can, to try. Well, you can peace. tell, like, it's almost the straw that broke the camel's back because there's almost no, like, they're not killing any innocent people unless you're listening to the wrong news station. But Innocent people are being hurt, innocent people are being but hurt, it's but, not. But they're tired. They're, but uh, you can tell Israel's tired of it. Yeah. I, I love watching their leader. He's like, yeah. we're, we're done. We're done with this. We're, well, you know, we're, we are done with yep. it. It's eye for an eye now. Yeah. So I think one of the big deceptions is that we've turned good and evil into politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This isn't about politics. It's not negotiable. This is, yeah. This is about evil. Mm-hmm. This is about, I mean, more Jews died on October 7th, yeah, the only time more Jews died in recent memory is the Holocaust. Yeah. And to that point, I even remember thinking, like, being in school and hearing about the Holocaust, and you think, like, how could people, like, people just sit and watch yes. and let this happen? Yeah. And then you see essentially the same thing starting to happen now, and you see the entire world deceived and mm-hmm. and people supporting this, and you're like, oh. I get it now. That's how evil works. It, it's, yeah. you know, the, the devil's... It's blinding. Deceiver, yeah. And and the Holy Spirit living inside of us protects us right. yeah. from from a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I think that we do have a part to play with the trust yeah. and the faith and, you know... Yeah, I mean, as Christians, that's what you're saying is we shouldn't be surprised. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that I'm not surprised, right. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like... I hate to be one of those that is, I don't want to be the boy that cried wolf, Mm -hmm. you know, but Jesus is coming back. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It'll be on a day just like today. Just like today. I mean, we all look forward to it, but when it happens, (laughs) I mean, it's going to be an event. (laughs) I think, I think what's happening is, um, it's another opportunity yeah. for people to make a choice yeah. and, and it's forcing yeah. it. I think it, so too. It It's in, and, and this one isn't going to create u- unity. No, it's yeah. going to cre- create that divide. Yep. That has to be, there. that has yep. to be there. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's biblical. It's, yep. it's, it's hurtful. Yep. Right. But it, well, I mean, the, you're the either are getting separated from well, the sheep. Yes. Right and now. Then, and, right. And you better, you better decide, you know, yeah. if you got to look into your heart and decide, Man, is it? Yeah. It might be some people's last chance. Yeah, this is this is either your last chance if you're listening to this and you're thinking that, or this is your last chance to tell somebody. Yeah, right. Just I so mean, you know. seriously, I I mean, I, I y'all get tired of me probably saying this, but I ask Jesus to come back every single yeah. day. Mm-hmm. But if He doesn't, I figure that the fullness of the Gentiles hasn't arrived. Yep. So I will keep working. I will keep working right. and building that right. fullness of the Gentiles so that Jesus can come back right. because He's not going to come back till everybody that is supposed to be saved is saved. Yeah. Right. Cause that's what matters. Yes. And, and that is what that is matters. All the, you know, I had that thought, you know, not only just yesterday, but just the last month really is that 
all the stuff that we worry about on a day-to-day basis, all of my worries has been worldly things. Yeah. Like cows and horses. And that's an on-the-ground perspective, you know, and And, and those are valid because they are things. And then I get grouchy and then I hear the voice of Ty in the back of my head that people matter more. Yeah. Yeah. That's taking the little bit higher perspective. Yes. And then we take the ultimate perspective Mm -hmm. and we can literally see God's plan playing Mm -hmm. out before our very eyes. And it is a battle against good and evil. It's the same battle that's been going on since since the very beginning. Amen. It happens every day. I mean, there's a, I've said it almost every time I've been up on Sunday nights, like there's a battle between good and evil for our souls every single day. day. Amen. Amen. Every day. So what's been uh, something of note for y'all during this i mean has anything really impacted you has it driven you to go to the bible i mean how are y'all as individuals um what's going on in your brains while this is going on i mean i'll I'll, at the end i mean after y'all get done i'll tell you what i've been doing in response to this i know mine for sure has been as as a newly engaged guy and we're trying to figure a lot of stuff out you know, my mind, my mindset shifted to a lot of selfish things, I guess, okay. to a lot of kingdom things. Yes. Like, like what, like obviously me and Tania, we, we have the goal to serve people and, and, and glorify God, not only through our marriage, but serving others. And we also want to do counseling stuff together as well. But, but when does that start? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the now stuff, but in reality, like how much more time do we have? Yeah. And should we be less See, worried? Well, should we I mean, be that, less? Should we be less worried about all of that stuff and more worried about? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good question. And, and I know the answer. So, how are you balancing that out, though? <laughs> well, you know, the, imperfectly, <laughs> very, very imperfectly. But 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 you're trying. But we're trying. Imperfectly know, means you're trying. And we've been praying for a lot of ways to serve together more than anything else. Okay. And, and another step that we're taking is we're going through the pre-marriage counseling stuff too right now. And it's been very eye-opening. Like That I know, was going to be my very words. Like I know a lot of biblical stuff about marriage, but this stuff has been way even more eye-opening. And I say that because it's a way of serving each other better than we ever thought we could. Yes. And understanding each other more, better than we ever thought we could. And why does that matter? Because that's what people see in relationships. Amen. And Amen. that's glorifying God just with what we're doing. And that's all that we can do. And the people around us will see that. And we can only affect the people around us. You know, when when God says change, or not God, but whenever we think that we need to change the world in reality, it's just changing ourselves. Yeah. And changing our small little communities, or helping change our small little communities, really. That's all mm-hmm. we can do. And the world changes when we change ourselves. Amen. Amen. I love that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ty? What's been your personal response? I mean... I'm wondering if I should even fund my Roth IRA this year. <laughs> I'm not doing taxes. <laughs> I may not, yeah. You know? But <laughs> that's my excuse I, for I, not doing taxes. But that's Sorry, said, I thought that's you said a little bit in jest, but like I've always been like a long-term thinker. Mm-hmm. Like I, to, to a, probably a detrimental. Uh, you have considered what you will need if you live to 90. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, what am I going to need? You know, I got to sacrifice yeah. now so I have right. later. When Genetically, I'm not going to live past probably March anyway. Uh, <laughs> you've already died <laughs> back, back coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got enough coffee in me to preserve me. But, but uh, it, it has created a sense of urgency, and my prayers are more, more in earnest now. Um, I 
I ask God a lot about, okay, we, we throw around your will be done. Yeah. Mm. What, <laughs> That's easy that, said. God? Yeah. What, what is, is that? your yeah. will? Like, like really God, what is your will? Yeah. Well, like, except like, for that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, because that's easy to say, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, this, you know, innocent people are dying and in your holy land is under attack, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's just kind of an easy way to sweep it under the rug. Right. You'll, you'll take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the Bible says our prayers are powerful and effective. Right. And so, like I said, my prayers have been, I don't know that my prayers weren't like, they were more like daily prayers. Mm-hmm. Now they're, now they're, like I said, more in earnest. They're, they're like, it's more like a pleading. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of like, kind of like David's prayers, right? Yeah. Where, yes. Where he, he was sweating and crying and, How long, you know, Lord, will you forgive me forever? Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, will my enemies always triumph for me? Yes. And so I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just, I like that. It's unsettling and it, it probably is good. Because, yeah. Cause it's, is it, it's getting us out of our comfort zone. That's what I was fixing to say, man. I, I feel like it, it's pushing us towards mm-hmm. something and there's two types of people, those that were already going forward mm-hmm. and, or maybe three types that are trying to avoid the push, you know, and, but this world is steadily moving of, on yeah. towards something. And it kind of feels like the end of the race. Like we know the end of the race is coming. Right. And we're preparing for it. Like, okay, we're going to finish strong. Yeah, maybe maybe you can see the end for the first time ever. Right. Well, um, you know, I think that there's very, very, uh, I don't know, like correlations. Maybe that's the word, but like we've seen this play out time and time again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, how many times did God protect Israel? Israel acted like idiots, yeah. like we all do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then something happened and then yeah. God had to rescue them. And uh, th- this just plays out over. You, you just that, described that, the entire that, Old Testament. That's why, yes. that's why I said current events are biblical. Yes, yeah. it's, but it's the there's, there's other neat correlations. Like if you take the biblical, uh, what some people term the biblical age of the earth is about, you know, 6,000 years. And at about 2,000 years, Abraham came and then uh, 2,000 years after that, Jesus came. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 2,000 years after that is right now. Oh, yeah. And the Bible says that 1,000 years a day is like 1,000 years. Well, God created the earth in six days. Right. And it's been 6,000 years. Yeah. And the millennial reign is supposed to be the seventh day. Well, guess where we are? (laughs) We are right there. Now, I'm not saying that that's, I'm just saying that that's a correlation of what, I mean, like, if you look at biblical, I mean, that's kind of what it was. It's something happens every 2000, every 2000 years years, and other people can, can break it up even further than that. And Jesus was how old when he died? 33. Huh? Okay. (laughs) Uh, okay. So we're, we're only a. About ten years away from that, hmm. you heard it here, Tyler. You heard it here, Tyler predicts the end of the earth. That's right. Man, that's right. Andy says to turn Mitch up. Oh, turn <laughs> Mitch up. Turn me up. Hi, Mandy. Okay. Hi, Mandy. All right, I turned you up, Mitch. Okay. Turn Part of the problem, Andy, is is Mitch is very active and he doesn't make love to the mic. He does not yeah. speak directly. <laughs> I'm like Ty on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Don't know where to put my hand. Ty used to put his mic between his knees on Sunday mornings. <laughs> no, I didn't really want people to hear me. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? So you guys pretty much said it all, but my perspective on this thing is that 
this is the first time in a long time because I believe we're seeing some prophecy play out here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm only halfway joking when, when <laughs> we are seeing some biblical prophecy play out on a global scale. Yeah, and I think this is the first time in a long time that people are seeing God work. Well, and that's the thing too, is and, and I think that's why people are so yeah excited, and and I think people are starting to realize yeah. even people that don't have a personal relationship right. with God that, Hey, this is different. Yeah. Things are matching up and God is starting to work. And one that's, I think for us, that's a major opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, and that this actually inspired my sermon for Sunday night and, and talking to Kevin did as well, but it's changing. I know at least my perspective on things, you know, mm-hmm. um, I know I used to be really scared of revelations and, um, mm really scared about talking to end times. And I've told Mitch and, and Kevin this week, I, I understand. I, I do a lot of theology. I, I, it's a, it's a hobby. It's becoming a new, yeah. Just I, I loved I, it when you said that the other right. day, he's like, man, I've just got to get more into the theology. I just want to understand yeah. more. Right. And you know what? That's what, that's what happens. And like all four of us here, like, I mean, Tyler, he didn't, he wasn't raised on a ranch, but he's a hunter. He's a fireman. I mean, he's active and stuff like that. But all of us here, you know, we have a deep desire to know God. Correct. You know, I mean, now granted, we do a lot of things for people. You know, we raise beef, we give it away and all of those things are good. But I love it, Tyler, when somebody sits on my couch and looks at me like you did and you had, and you say, basically, I have a deep like, like I have to learn more. I can't help it. Yeah. I will look at anything and everything that yeah. teaches me about my Lord and Savior. And that's really what we want for everybody. Because mm-hmm. when you reach that point, your world perspective starts yeah. to change. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly, I think, what this has taught me is that um, we're seeing God at work. And before that would have would have terrified me. Right. And now, like Mitch says, it's, 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 I don't, I hate to use the word exciting, but he's correct. Yeah. Um, um, it is selfishly exciting. You are (laughs) seeing our God at work and it's bringing about questions in people that we get to answer. It's given us opportunities to reach people. The result is exciting. I mean, even Jesus says that the, the people that are alive when he comes back, everybody that ever lived long to be there on that day. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it is exciting. It is our hope that mm-hmm. Jesus will come down and rescue all of his kids in all the times that we turned the other cheek right. and all the times that we gave instead of received and mm-hmm. that that he will come down here and say, well done, my right. good and faithful servant. Man, if you and, don't and long for that, man, we got to have a talk. Yeah. And it, like the way <laughs> I look at it now is if you knew your father was building you a big, beautiful mansion, uh-huh. would you worry about the slums you're living in? I haven't even finished painting my basement for that very reason. <laughs> I, did, I, did look you know. <laughs> I mean, like literally, they're looking, all these guys are looking at my unfinished basement yeah, that, wall, the, the other my wall paneling. Like <laughs> I like how just that wall is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why the camera's facing this way. (laughs) But look, like taking that aspect, like God's preparing a room for me in in my big, beautiful mansion in heaven, right? And I'm using I'm using analogy here, um, Mm -hmm. or imagery. Um, It makes me care a lot less about worldly possessions. Correct. (laughs) You know what I mean? And isn't that great? And then I know, like, Like God cares. Yeah. 
and I see it now. And what I'm seeing is, is that the man who's doing that for me is in control. You know what the biblical term for that is? What's that? Store up your treasures in heaven. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And and that's where, and and honestly, and the moths eat them here. Listen, I mean, like part of my God given gift is taking very complex things Mm -hmm. and making them a little bit easier to understand. I wish I had. Yeah. And, like, like I said, I've watched the news more in the last two weeks than I have in the last probably five years, mm-hmm. honestly. And uh, and it's not just to watch it for the news, but it, it's so that I can I love seeing God work because now, just like you said, we are seeing just like the Assyrians when they attacked Israel, just like the when Babylon attacked Israel mm-hmm. and like we are seeing Persia mm-hmm. attack Israel just yep. like it was in yeah. the Bible. Yep. And God kind of said that, you know, there's just how he, just how he said it's going to happen. Yeah. He said, you know, <laughs> I will come in and rescue my people. Yeah. And I, I pray that this is the, the suffer. I don't, I don't want other people to die, but we know that they are. Right, right. I don't want people to die from a, from a, a surface level perspective. I do not Correct. want anybody to die, but that's wishful thinking. That's wishful thinking, you know, and and the sooner <laughs> the sooner God comes back, the sooner we can all just mm-hmm. live with him mm-hmm. for eternity. We can be co-rulers. Right. David will be the prince. Jesus will sit on the throne for a thousand years and then God will come down and make his home and Jesus will hand him the keys to a regenerated earth, yep. you know, basically yep. taking things back to the Garden of Eden. And what a, what is it? It's kind of almost a little off topic, but I just want to make sure that you give a definition of what does it mean to store up your treasures in heaven? Um, well, that's kind of what I wrote down that uh, I think it plays into the conversation that I wanted to have about um, that our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and principalities mm-hmm. and the ruler of this world, mm-hmm. which is Satan. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you store up your treasures in heaven, I think that the American church per se has, spiritualized stuff Mm -hmm. to such an extent it's not even really real it's more like i have a dream about this it's a ethereal it's not a concrete we've so spiritualized everything but i truly do believe that that what the bible's i always say i don't have to prove to you what the bible says right you have to prove to me that that's not that it says something different than it says. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would God, in His infinite wisdom, say this just to confuse everybody and not mean that? Right. I don't believe that. Mm. I just I cannot believe that. So if our fight is against uh, the evil rulers and, and principalities, that means that there is a spirit realm. <laughs> That is battling as well. And we talked about it in Daniel chapter 7 and Daniel Mm -hmm. chapter 10, where uh, Daniel was given a vision and he prayed for, you know, Mm -hmm. a revelation about what that vision meant. And he basically spent three weeks in isolation and self-denial thinking, you know, like, why am I not getting an answer? And finally an angel showed up and said, hey, man, I've been trying to get here for three weeks. But the Prince of Persia stopped me until Michael came and helped me. Yeah. Listen, I, yeah. that's not to me. That is not a metaphor, Mm-mm. right? <laughs> it, that's not a metaphor. No. <laughs> if Daniel is seeing hands right on the wall, 
this is a spiritual battle. And I I have come to the the distinction that yet we are spiritual interdimensional beings Mm -hmm. trapped in human flesh. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that there are things that can cross over into the spiritual realm. Things like prayer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Prayer bridges the gap between the physical and the, and wherever God, the heavens, Mm -hmm. right? What are some other things that y'all think? Well, the connection with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. It it bridges that. Yeah. That's in. Yeah. And and really that is what makes the connection. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But what are some other things that cross over that connection? Prayer, I think Mm -hmm. is one of them. If prayer didn't cross to the spiritual realm, God would never hear our prayers. Right. Right. I think, a veil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I also think that uh, repentance mm. crosses that deal because the Bible yeah. says that there the angels rejoice in heaven when one sinner repents. Right. Well, then that means that some of our actions mm-hmm. must cross that threshold, right. and if we weren't interdimensional <laughs> spiritual beings yep. trapped inside of a meat sack <laughs> then because you know <laughs> i mean i really do i think that that's we a, that's a perfect way of putting it <laughs> and, and, and this is not a wool sack right <laughs> right uh but i i long for to be wouldn't, relieved wouldn't, of this meat wouldn't, sack wouldn't being saved that wouldn't that well, it, I too? think, uh, yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. Like, like a, a non-believer yeah. becoming a believer. Well, and that's kind of what well, I think that, that means when one sinner repents, right, because, right. you know, yeah, you well, repent I of. About, I think right. about, well, us repenting, yeah. you know, cleaning ourselves up. Right, right. Yeah. Well, And, and but, I think it. And it starts with being saved. Yes. And I, because I think that when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you, and maybe we should say baptism, mm-hmm. because baptism is for the repentance of sins. Right. I mean. Can you imagine that day at Save the Cowboy when and I don't understand mega churches do like, oh, we baptized like 6,000 and well, <laughs> yeah. that's great. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm happy for that. We don't have 6,000, but we baptized three, uh, two families, yeah. three yeah. from each family, yeah. Yeah. a mother and a father and a child and, yeah. and the children were adults, right? Yeah. Man, there was a party going on in mm-hmm. heaven that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, when people that are. I mean, I don't know how old all of them are, but I, they're over 50 except for the kids. Right. You know, I mean, these are grown adults saying, I believe in God. Yeah. And, you know, you, and for some reason, we've kind of regenerated baptism is for kids. Right. Well, and I, yeah. I just, I hate <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, the opposite. I, I agree. I, I do know that current events had a little something to do with the, the, it absolutely the decisions did. that were made. That it day. should. Right. That's it what I'm should. saying. This, this is going to create yeah. that, yes. that direction well, you're going to go from. That's today. That, where you yeah. saw God at work. That was yes. them, that was mm-hmm. them answering what really matters. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and saying, hey, we don't have time no. to be messing around anymore. No. Interesting correlation time. Yeah. So th- these are kind of scary times. Um, less scary for us. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, Ty, me and you were there. Isn't it strange when you do watch the news and you see the dome of the rock in the background and know that me and you have stood right it, it, there? It is strange. It's really strange. And it's it kind of it kind of helps me like 
almost empathize or be it does like, like almost like you are there still. it it does i mean it, it's, it's a little it is, bit like hey you know, it's yeah. deeply personal right, to me right, i mean right. i've been there twice yeah, yeah i mean i have stood there you know they're they're live broadcasting off the tops of these motels yeah mm-hmm. and when i was there you know we used to go up on these big terraces yep. that are everywhere in israel yeah. and i can just picture it you yeah. know yep. and and it's it's crazy but how about this when I was talking about being scary times, <laughs> y'all have heard me say this a lot in my preaching, but, uh, oh, this is the scariest verse in the Bible. <laughs> what do y'all think is the scariest verse in the Bible? Maybe not scariest, but one that is scary to you. Now, mine has always been out of your mouth flows the true nature of your heart. Yeah. Mm. I'm never going to speak again. Yeah, because I'm scared of what comes out of my mouth sometimes. You know what I mean? Let's go, let's go back yeah. to hand gestures. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And gr- out grunts. of your hand flows yeah. the true nature of your liver. <laughs> and my, mine is actually <laughs> similar, similar to that. Okay. I, I talked about this in a sermon a couple weeks ago. Okay. But the mouth, the tongue carries the power of life and death. Oh, yeah. And that's seriously because I'm always yeah. on the wrong side of that. <laughs> yeah. What my, about y'all? Mine is, is the one where you're. He says, get away from me, for I knew you not. That's Whoa. exactly what I was just... I'm never like, mind, I'm that, like, that one's Whoa. more, too. Okay. For I never knew you. For I never knew you. Dude, yeah. yeah. I set that up so well, because that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about. Before if y'all never didn't mention you. it, I was going to. I, 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 I changed that's, my answer. That, that's always, <laughs> that was my answer. always bothered me. So, before I never because, knew you. Because we're, we're trying to decide, are we this kind of... Are we... You know, are we this one? Are we this one? Yeah. Are we are we a man after his own heart, or, or is he saying, yeah, you weren't real? So I heard something today about that, and it was phenomenal. So the verse we're talking about is Jesus says something like, and on that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast demons out? Didn't we do this? Didn't we do that? And Jesus says, get away from me, for I knew you not. Right now, get this. This is what I heard. That sh- the reason Jesus did that is because they came to Jesus mm-hmm. with what they had did, not what he had did. Yeah. That's pretty good. Because what we do doesn't matter. It's what Jesus did. So on that day... You know, they were like, well, I did this for you. And they were they were depending on their own works to be right with Jesus. Right. right. Yeah. And that's not the way it works. I mean, I I posted it the other day out of Romans chapter one on Save the Cowboy that from start to finish, it's about faith. Right. It's not about what we do. Now, we do things as a result of the faith. It's not the other way around. Right. Right. So when I come to Jesus. Yeah. My thoughts are not what I did. Yeah. I rely on what he, he did. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's I am unworthy. There's no, I know that I could baptize 10 million yeah. people and that still would not qualify me for heaven. The only thing that qualifies me is, is what he did for me, right. not that, what I did for him. That's why I always right. start my prayers with gratitude yes. for that. Yes. For that, for that yes. to God, for sending his son and for Jesus for voluntarily, yep. willingly, out of love, mm-hmm. giving, giving himself. Yep. Beautiful. And, so what does it mean to y'all? And actually, I'm going to use I'm going to take some notes <laughs> on what y'all say, because I think I'm going to preach about this at, at some point. But when it says my power is made perfect in weakness, 
What does that really, I mean, like, what does it mean to you personally? But what do you think Jesus meant by that? Well, I, I preached on it Sunday about <laughs> last week. I was having the question of what is it, what does it mean to need a savior? Like, what does the word savior actually mean? Like to right. me, it was a really weird word. Cause like, what do I need saved from? Right. And you know, why do, why do I need a savior? Savior is kind of a weird word for men. Well, Cause like, why do like, I don't need a savior. Like, Savior's a really weird word like, when me, you're not in trouble. Well, like to me, <laughs> that's yeah, a great point. Like yeah. to me, it, it reminds me of the, of the princess in the castle. Oh, my oh. savior. Oh, oh yeah. My savior. Mm. Yeah. But in reality, like when I got to thinking more about it, I needed a savior because of my own dirtiness. Yes. Like when you realize just how messed up you are mm-hmm. and the savior, there's only one person. You just person realized how messed up you are? <laughs> no. I've known, I've known for a while. <laughs> no, no, but like just. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, wait. That's not. Nope. Hang on. <laughs> I love it. Just there it is. And it's gone. Okay. <laughs> just need to get anyway, tired. no, you were, you're right. But yeah, you're right. I mean, when you, you, when you finally save? realize, like... I, he literally uh, saved me by his... Not because... <laughs> not because he had to. Because he wanted to. Oh, and that's powerful. He wanted to die he for your He wanted sins. to. And like that... That will break a person when it really hits you because... Who who are we to do that to everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to me, like, the last however long we have, why is it so important that we spread the gospel? Right. Why so, do we deserve it and nobody So else where does weakness becoming his strength come in to you? I mean... Because, I mean, like... I, it, when we're weak... Do you know how something's always on the tip of your tongue, but you can't... Like, well, I yeah. feel like I know what it means, oh, but I can't... When we're on the mountaintop, we think we're the strongest by ourselves. Okay. And and when we're in the valley, like that's the, the time that we lean on God the most, I think. Well, and, and that's what I was going to say, because when you're at your weakest, mm-hmm. that's when Jesus comes in with his strength. Yes. Yep. And mm-hmm. so our his power right. is perfected in our weakness, because, because then without we weakness, take we no part in it. Right. Without weakness, we don't need a savior. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, we are weak human. F- mm-hmm. I mean, it, the strongest mm-hmm. of us, David, the man after God's own mm-hmm. heart, was overtaken by lust yeah. yep. at one point in his life mm-hmm. and, and and had somebody murdered. Mm-hmm. He didn't murder. He murdered him without drawing the sword yeah. by putting him on the front lines till he was killed. That's man after God's own heart. Yeah. So. Even the best of us, and he will be, mm-hmm. David will be the co-regent yeah. under Jesus as the ruler of this world during the millennium. Yeah. And he had somebody killed in, 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 in adultery and all of this stuff, but mm-hmm. David was a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. In his weakness, he relied upon God's yeah. power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was the mm-hmm. only one that could save him. Yep. Yep. And and I think David had a deep understanding that even in the deal with Bathsheba and, and stuff like that, he made the most amazing pronouncement, I think, in the entire Bible in this case mm. when he said, I've sinned against you and you alone. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like he didn't say, I'm sorry to your eyes family, no. to your eyes kids, to yeah. Bathsheba. And he said, God, I've sinned against you and you alone. Ultimately, mm-hmm. ultimately, like it. It didn't break his heart to break somebody else's heart. It broke his heart that he broke God's heart. Yeah. 
And and I think that's a, that's why he was a man after God's own heart. And the other reason that I love David so much in this area is that uh, I think he even told Samuel, who Samuel was the last of the judges, and he told Samuel Samuel to go find Saul, and Saul was the prettiest, biggest. I mean, he looked like a king. Mm-hmm. And God chose him because he looked like a king. He was strong. He was mighty. Right. Now, he came from the tribe of Benjamin, which was the smallest, mm-hmm. but God was still making a point with that, that he can raise up the biggest out of the least, right? Mm-hmm. But Saul failed. And who did God replace him with? A scrawny shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And, and I was going to say that, too. Like, that's the same story when you look at the 12 disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something about our weakness. Yeah is attractive to God. Then why do we hide it so much? Right. A lot of pride, really. Oh, I think that, yeah. We can't can't admit that we're weak. I mean, especially as men, obviously we're not, we can't admit that we're weak. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I just kind of, when you were talking about that, like we need somebody to help us get out of our own mess whenever we get into it because we can't, it's like digging yourself deeper in a hole. Yeah. The more you try. Yeah. The more you try. The more you try. The more you try. Yeah. And then, and God is the only, your only way out. You know, I think, I think one of the greatest prayers you can go to God, and it has to be sincere. It can't be insincere. Yeah. But when you go to him and you go, man, God, I'm just done. Mm -hmm. And I think he's like, finally. Yeah, finally. But (laughs) finally, finally, you're done. You're, you're done with this sinful way of life. You've tried it. You've tried to please yourself and no amount of pleasure will ever please you. Let's rise above that, you know? And, and I think that, uh, I think that that is one of, and I, and I'm including all four of you in this. I think that it is one of the draws and one of the reasons that Save the Cowboy makes such a difference is because we are pastors that stand up in front of people and are not afraid to admit our mistakes. Correct. And, I, and, and, and we talk about when we fall down and how God lifted us back up and the part that we had to play in that yeah. and the hard lessons that we learned. You know, we don't stand up there and try to, well, y'all need to do exactly what yeah. I do because yeah. I am the spiritual leader. And I, no, no, no. no. If you want to learn about God, learn about what I did wrong. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, avoid that canyon. Yeah. It's a box canyon. Yeah. And that's how you will reach people. Right. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. You know, now do I try to be above reproach? Mm-hmm. Well, I try. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. Though. You know, I it's mean, impossible to, to actually accomplish that yes. because we're still yeah. sinners. Absolutely. Yeah. And but yeah, as leaders, we have to give it our best. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and sometimes our best isn't good enough. Right. And, and that's where our weakness. Yeah. Is is a, I think it's all about humbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, we we need to be humbled. Amen. Otherwise, Amen. otherwise, we don't go to God. And as leaders of 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 a ministry and leaders in our household, who do we go to? Mm. We can go to each other. Right. Yeah. But you're as screwed up as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. So yeah, we can bounce ideas off each other, but, but that doesn't really, that's not, we have to go to God as our leader mm-hmm. in order to lead yep. in a ministry and lead our families. Yep. Yes. And, and that's where we, we, yep. we have to admit our weaknesses because yep. mm-hmm. we can't do it. No, oh, we can't do it. It's true. Yep. It's true. I don't care. I don't care. The, you know, the, 
who who thinks that I don't care who out there thinks that they can do it as a man. You can. You cannot. You cannot. You got to have think God. You, and if you think you can, wait about a week or a month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I promise. There there would be no need for a cowboy if there wasn't a wheat cow in the pasture. You mm. know what I mean? True. And, and that, I think mm. that's the power of weakness and mm. kind of talks to our relationship with God, right? Yeah. So I'll go first. What's your biggest weakness? Now I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first because I'm not, I'm never going to ask y'all to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. I think that honestly, my biggest, well, it depends on if you call weakness a character flaw or something you struggle with. Mm. And maybe it's a little bit of both, but I'm not the prayer guy that I wish I was. Mm. It, it is my weakest point. Now, I can read and I can study and I can exhort and I can encourage. Mm. And I do, pr- maybe I don't give myself enough credit, but I just don't see myself as the prayer guy that I wish I was. Now, that does not mean that I don't, I mean, I pray all the time, but I just don't think that, and, and maybe I'm expecting more out of myself than there is, but I just don't really consider myself the prayer warrior, okay. you know? And, and I think that that's a, that's a weak part of, of my ministry. But the, the other weakness I have is I really do care about people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's a strength, but it's also a weakness because like... I will not lie, and and I'm not even ashamed of it. When I first heard these reports coming out of Israel, I was sitting there watching the news, and I cried. I mean, I literally wept tears for people that I didn't know because, number one, they were people, mm-hmm. but whatever the number is before one that's not zero, <laughs> they're God's people. Yes. And they were attacked for that reason no other reason they were attacked because of where they were born and they were born into god's chosen people and they were killed for it and that absolutely breaks my heart and i wish when you really care about people that's good but sometimes i care too much what individuals think and it it has a tendency I'm better than I used to be, You're, you are but, I, but I'm still yeah. weak in that area because I do care about people. Right. I want to throat punch people because they <laughs> act like freaking idiots. Well, when you <laughs> when you care too much, you, you're trying to please everybody. Yeah. Right. And, and, I'm, not, and yeah. I'm not trying to please yeah. them, well, but, yeah. but they still when they I don't care if they're pleased. But when people just when they've been taught the word of God and they claim to be followers of Christ and then they act in a manner totally contrary. Mm-hmm. It, hurt, it, it hurts because I, I like to invest in people, you know, and I like to see people changed. And when I see them hurting themselves, mm-hmm. I take it a little too personal sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm better than I used to be, but those are my weaknesses. What about you, Mitch? Oh, definitely navicular. <laughs> Great and if, answer. And if you've watched Save the Cowboy for long, you'll right. know exactly you'll know what that is. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I really want that guy to hear that or not, because he'll take that the wrong way. And I sure didn't mean it. I mean, like, it was one of the greatest. I mean, yeah. as a matter of fact, even though I make fun of it, it was one of the turning points of it my really, ministry. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it did. It yep. did. Yep. So, 
Anyway, besides navicular. <laughs> oh, man. I have a lot of weaknesses. Um, what about you, Tyler? Yeah, give him a second. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll come back for your order yeah, in a minute, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I worry about my heart because um, I... I I don't feel like sometimes I have the empathy that I should. Mm, like when I, when yeah. I watch the news, yeah. I didn't cry. I wanted, I got fired up. Right. Like I wanted to pick up a gun and, oh, yeah. and go. Sure. Um, but I worry that I don't want to be hard hearted. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I, I was taught to be selfish and I really tried to work on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just, I think my weakness is I just don't feel the empathy and, and I'm married to a woman who's the exact opposite. Yes. <laughs> what a great team y'all make. We, have, we actually probably, that's God's design, right? Yep. But I think I can really get better in that department yeah. because I, I'm more about let's get it fixed. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. okay, you, so we're having this problem and okay, yeah, instead, of, instead of ministering to people there, I'm like, okay, let's. Let's fix them. Quit crying. Right. Get up. Get up. And, and let's shoot somebody. This. Yeah. And so I I, I want to help, but I, I, I sometimes I just have a hard time with that soft side. Well, and that is a little bit of product of, of our culture, not American, but the cowboy culture yeah. is, is is we're taught not to whine right. and just get back up. And you're a fixer too. Yeah. When you're good at fixing things. Yeah. That's it's, that was right. I put that in a way that I couldn't, but that's a lot of the way that I feel is like I'm not near as empathetic as I should be a lot of the time. Right. And like, uh, I'm very empathetic the first time. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, I like that. That's very, that's brave. Yeah. And, and I think you're less empathetic the longer it goes on. Yeah, I am. Like the more I warn you and the more you just keep doing of what I warn you against, the less empathy I have for you. You think Jesus, um, you, I'm kind of like that. You too, think Jesus though. has less empathy for you? Exactly. As many times as exactly. you exactly. That's but my. I'm not, that's I'm not my contradicting. Flaw. I that's know. my flaw. I know. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very human thing. Yeah, yeah, but Jesus also said, "Go and sin no more." Right. 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 <laughs> he didn't say, "Well, you can keep doing that." <laughs> right. He said, "Go and sin no and more." I'm, and I'm not, so he might have been a little less empathetic than we think he was. I'm not very <laughs> gentle in, in some of the approach sometimes, as Ty would know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I try to be like, and that's, that's actually something Ty told me. He's like, sometimes they don't want to hear from counselor Mitch. They just want to hear from Mitch. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. And I need to remember that because sometimes they don't need to talk to preacher Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to talk to buddy Kevin. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that comes back to the fix it thing. Yes. The fix it thing. Like we're in ministry and we're supposed to fix everything. We're supposed to fix it. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes people just need to, well, I can't, uh, I can't need you to cry with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard for me, man. Well, I can't let anybody. Well, you know what? I'm better at crying when they're not there. Yeah. Than when they are, (laughs) you know, I could be, but I could be more empathetic as well. I can, but I have a, I have a, I have the best worst gift in the world. And the best worst gift in the world is that I have a preternatural ability to get back up. Yeah. Now, the reason I say it's the best and worst gift in the world is that (laughs) implies that I fall down all the time. And I do. Mm -hmm. And I do. And, you know, a lot of people may not even realize they're falling down. Mm -hmm. I do. Every single time. Yeah. And it gets old. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, and that's why I long for Christ to return because as long as I'm in this meat sack. <laughs> but that's how I envision you as you get back. A up meat sack? Throat, throat, throat punch. <laughs> like as soon as you get up, you're pissed. <laughs> well, I, I usually am. I usually am. That's the truth. I usually am. Come here. <laughs> but uh, I, I hear you on that weariness. Yeah. It seems to be settling in, in the yeah. bones and, yeah. and it's like, it's almost like, man. If you don't come back, I'm going to have to give this up. Right. Like, well, you know, like really, you yeah. like you're going like, to. But it's not. Do you think it's not just a? It's not just a personal weariness, though. Yeah. It it seems to be kind of a collective weariness. Mm-hmm. When you read the Bible from Genesis up to Revelation, yeah. you know, you just see the struggle yeah. of God's people time after time after time after time, and you know, I read the Bible and. It, I mean, I'm not questioning God. I'm crying out to him like this. God, how much longer yeah. will you let your loved ones Su- suffer. Suffer. suffer? Suffer. Suffer like yeah. this. And I'm not suffering compared to, no, you know, the no. Israeli people or anything. But yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm that my soul yeah. is still not burdened right. by that. I, th- I, think, I, just, I is, think that's a good point. We may not be in it, but like you said, we stood over there. Yes, and I feel I do feel it yes. in, my, in my soul, mm-hmm. in my spirit. It's a heaviness that, mm-hmm. like, man. And I texted George, and I God, haven't heard anything from George. Because if those are God's people, those are our people too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Those think, are our brothers and sisters. Yeah. I think that's been my. I think this has been a. If it, I know it's probably been a message to somebody else, but I think the message to me during this whole conversation is, yeah, you know, you're excited, you know, because you can see the end of the battle. Yeah. And, and and in a way, I am in the fix-it mode of, of let's get these people saved. Come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, just what we were talking about, two of my greatest weaknesses, not being gentle enough, of just because it's the end of the race and the end of the battle doesn't mean that you're supposed to beat people over the head. Right. right. Yeah. That's we, just, we, that's my... We that's might my, have that's to rope them <laughs> <laughs> and, and drag them through the gate, though, right? right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll give them some, that's the only way to get I'll one give them some it. slack when they're choking. That's, maybe, that's, that's the only way to get one through a gate. <laughs> I can hear Ty, they're choking. They're choking. <laughs> give him some slack. Give him some air, man. <laughs> they're choking. Mitch is like, I know. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? So, And I don't like admitting this, but a lot of times I care more about the approval of man than I do about God. And it becomes an ego thing. It it happens. It happens to me too. And it's almost like a chronic issue that I've noticed. And, uh, (coughs) excuse me. Um, it causes so many other problems in my life too. It it makes me vindictive. It it Mm -hmm. depresses me sometimes. Like there's a lot of bad things. Um, and it shows a lack of trust in God. Oh, Good point. Because, um, I don't know, but it's, it's, I hate that about me. Yeah. Um, I really do. And it's, it's something I know, but it's something I still struggle with too. But I care a lot about the approval of others. Well, you know, at the cost of that, what God does that stem from insecurity and in, in who you are? I think so. Yeah. I think there's there's definitely a part of it that's like, Oh, of course. Um, of course. And that's what we're all looking yeah. for is our purpose and our identity and and it's one thing we know who we are. Mm-hmm. But uh I know I'm going to get flack for this, but doesn't it sometimes feel like and we know it's not true, but it kind of feels like 
Did y'all watch Game of Thrones? Well, there, there, a little bit of it. Well, there was this one bastard, and I don't mean that in the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. The, the bad term, yeah. you know, a bastard. They don't you know, know their father. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, he knew his father. His father was a king, but he was the bastard's son, but he was the last one alive. And sometimes I kind of feel like the bastard son. Like, I know I'm the son of the king. Mm-hmm. But I long to live like it. Yeah. Yeah. I long to be in his presence, yeah. you know, and, and I know that we are there, but not there yet. You know, yeah. I mean, I know he resides in me. I can feel him, but I long for the regeneration of all things. Yeah. yeah. When things turn out the way God said they would, that's what I long for. Yeah. Now, granted, just like we've all said at some point during this podcast, you know, we're going to do, if he doesn't come back, we're going to do our job. Yep. If we have to rope them and drag them through the gate, you know, we'll let the Holy Spirit do the roping and we'll just do the branding when they come right. by, right. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, let's go finish it. But just like you said, Tyler, I think that unfortunately, one of the truest marks of a Christian is the struggle. Yeah. Because no longer do we live in sin. We struggle with sin now, right. and that's the mm-hmm. difference. And 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 the struggle that you're talking about, Tyler, is called dying to self. Right. And it's because of that struggle, because of that dying to self, proves your faith in Christ. Right. And and I just I love that idea of well, not love the idea, but you know, anytime I hear a Christian say, "Well, I'm just struggling with this." In a way, I'm happy because if you're if you're doing it and not struggling, that's worse. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. Because when you're living in sin, you, you know, don't even you're care. Not struggling. No, there's no struggle at it's all a, living in a, sin. Right. No, let's do it. And that's where most people are like, "Well, y'all do the same things we do. How come you're better?" Because we struggle with it. We don't celebrate it. Right, right. right. I that, struggle that, every yeah, time I yeah. get mad or take something personal or maybe I. I'm in a bad mood and I'm not as loving as I should be to my wife or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't do something that I probably should do. And right. it's just a struggle. And, and I long to be away from that struggle, mm-hmm. but I'll keep struggling until, yeah. till the day of the Lord right. either comes back for all of us or just me. I'll race y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, do y'all have anything to add before we close? Let's finish it. <laughs> well, to finish tell us day. Finish the race. To tell us day. That yeah. is Greek for it yeah. is finished. Yep. It is finished. Well, on behalf of uh all of us here at Save the Cowboy, we appreciate y'all listening to Cowboy Conversations, man. Get a hold of us. Watch us on Sunday mornings on uh our website, www.savethecowboy.org, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever, and our podcasts, wherever great podcasts are held. <laughs> there we be. So Sunday anyway, evenings as well. Sunday evenings yep. as well. Uh yep. on the same deal, savethecowboy.org and on Facebook, you can watch watch live and uh we'll pray for you you pray for us absolutely all right we'll get out of here see ya love y'all